Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Hafsa and welcome to the Mind Pretty Soul podcast, where I get to talk about that which gives you peace of mind, keeps you looking pretty and the things that make your soul sing with incredible women that inspire me. So jumping into this episode, you'll definitely recognize my guest Shay Graham, who I had on last year in the episode titled Self-Care, Wellness and Its Cultural Nuances. It was a lovely episode and I had merged together two interviews with Tamina Begum and Shay. And what I wanted to do in that episode was to ultimately draw comparisons as well as differences between the different ways in which we care for ourselves, the way that we see the world and just how we are as people in general. And it was a really well received episode but it was criminal basically for me to not release the full interview because it was just an incredible conversation where we talked about our self-care and beauty routines fitness you name it and body image alongside some other topics and when it came to body image it was a really interesting conversation particularly because we talked about the pressures to be thick for example if you're quite slim but we also touch on the idea of body neutrality and just being okay with your looks at the very least happy listening i've actually lived in the bay area for seven years now which is so crazy to think about so i'm used to it now and i love it wow so where did you live before that yeah so i'm actually from southern california and i'm actually from a very small town called hesperia so it is very dry very windy there too because it's in an area where it's kind of high elevation so it's just really strange so I had the weirdest skin conditions like just growing up was just super dry sometimes I get rashes out of nowhere and don't even know what they're from just because of how my skin was reacting to the weather and I didn't really have a skincare routine then so 
I don't know, since I'm moving out here, I feel like my beauty routine has completely changed from when I was younger. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet it's interesting actually, because I think climate and, and, and where you grow up, like I know I, I'm a born and raised London or I haven't really left London much, but mm-hmm. I feel like for me, my concerns are usually pollution. Um, the weather and like change in weather constant change in weather it's always great it's always dark and gloomy so you're kind of there sometimes you kind of have to force yourself to kind of get dressed up and put nice makeup Mm -hmm. on whereas in when it's sunnier I feel inclined to do it but sometimes you just have to force yourself to do it (laughs) I'm always telling people that I feel like I'm a much nicer person when the sun is out it just does something for my soul for my spirit because I just love warm weather. It just feels nice. You could dress any kind of way. You don't really have to worry about wearing a sweater or layering crazy, which if you're living in San Francisco, it is windy. So you do have to layer. So now that I've moved away from being directly in the center of the city, I can dress for warmer weather and I get to experience warmer weather, which is nicer. And again, that's also changed my skincare routine. I feel like I've changed my skincare routine. It's like ever evolving, but more so lately now that we're getting out of the dry, cold weather since December just passed. You know, you're so lucky that you're, I'm assuming, (laughs) maybe it might be a bit of a cliche or a stereotype that you probably experience sun a lot. You're so lucky. I'm jealous. But I love the sun because whenever it goes away, I reminisce about when it used to be warm and I just wait for the next warm time. I'm always checking my weather, (laughs) seeing when it's going to be warm again. I can't even imagine. What do you like to do to cope when it's cold? I mean, right now, so yesterday I was reminded that this time last year in London, it was like 26 degrees. I'm not sure what that's like in Fahrenheit, but that was in Celsius. Whereas today, as I look outside of my window, literally right now, um, there are raindrops on my window. It's gray outside. It's dark. It's gloomy. Um, super windy as well. You're going to get beaten up by the wind the minute you step out of the house. Oh. You know, I feel like for me, I'm really affected by weather. I feel like when mm-hmm. the sun is out and it's it's just a vibe. You feel like you want to get dressed yeah. up. You want to put a cute outfit on. You want to look cute. You just feel good. You've got a spring in your step and the city is just so much better when the sun is out. Um, but during the colder weather, I kind of have to force myself to get up, to get out, walk around, put something nice on. I just feel like you have to. Otherwise, honestly, this weather will like actually like impact me. Honestly, I feel like I I get impacted by the weather a lot it can really play with my mood same I feel like I'm always just trying to be neutral and whether it's not sunny or you know cloudy I can still be happy and productive but it really is difficult to try to push yourself to do things on a gloomy day because you don't want to get dressed to you know just be hidden by an umbrella or a big coat (laughs) speaking of gloomy days like what is it that you do for example like what do you do for self-care or just in generally how do you kind of care for yourself when it comes to like crap weather or not even just crap weather but so let's talk about the crap weather but what is it like when it comes to Shay's routine in general so on a good day on a bad day I want to know everything Yeah, so I actually have taken up a new routine in the morning where I like to try to wake up earlier. So I know 7 a.m. or 6.45 isn't early to some people and some people are waking up like 4.45, 5. But yeah, I like to wake up at 7. I grab my journal 
And then I write things that I'm grateful for, or I've been trying to do this new thing where I write an ongoing entry. So it's like day in and day out. I'm just continuing a conversation with myself and God in the universe. And I think that's so cool. And I think it's been really nice and helpful to give me perspective on things that I'm grateful because I found a journal from last year and I was asking for some of the things that I have now. And just to see the comparison from then to now and how my tone of voice has changed and my mindset of being more positive has changed, it's been super helpful. So that is a staple in my routine for my mental clarity is just writing. And then I like to get a glass of water or make myself some tea. I try to make myself breakfast. I would be lying if I said that I ate breakfast every single day. (gasps) I I am the breakfast queen. When people tell me that they can't have breakfast, I gasp because for me, breakfast is an event. (laughs) The thing is, I love eating breakfast, but making it, like getting the energy to do that, I kind of just wash my face I try to do my skincare routine like the cleanser toner essence serum SPF and then like okay time to go get on my computer and get to work so it's not until about 12 or 1 that I'm like oh I'm kind of hungry but I do feel like the days that I actually eat breakfast they are better they do seem more balanced like I have structure so yeah my self-care routine is just making sure that I'm mentally clear for the day and yeah. that I'm prepared. And yeah, I'd say that's what it mostly is. And when it comes to my nighttime routine, I definitely like to take a moment to indulge and turn off my electronics, except a good playlist. I oh, need okay. a playlist to go into the shower. I like to do body scrubs, like the Hanahana Beauty body scrub, that one. The Hana Beauty is a brand that I've yet to try. I've heard so many good things about this brand. I've heard amazing, like I, like everybody I know that has tried it all in general, when you're just listening to podcasts or when you're reading stuff, everybody happens to just rave about this brand. I've I've yet to try it. I actually need to see if they're available in the UK. I'm sure they are. Yes, because their shea butter is amazing. But yeah, I just like to turn it into a whole experience and really try to unwind and disconnect because I spend a lot of time on social media since it's my job. And also I want to become a full-time content creator sometime. So just trying to be consistent on both platforms is like an all day thing. So I really try to keep the nighttime to myself and doing things that I like, like watching rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Oh, tell me, which ones do you like? (laughs) I feel like when people say self-care it's almost always tied to you know beauty routine and doing skincare and face masks and lighting incense but for me it's really about trying to tune into making feel balanced and just genuinely happy and I'm so corny but I love just rom-coms because they're just so light and like it doesn't happen often so you know it's very funny but I love have you seen the last holiday with Queen Latifah I have yes Um, (laughs) and she thinks she's about to die and then yeah I love 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 that movie that was hilarious but I feel like that was a really good moral ending to just live your life to the fullest it doesn't matter if you feel like you're going to leave the world you Mm -hmm. regardless regardless just live your life and enjoy and live to the max 
Exactly. So I loved that one. The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Jack Black, where they switch houses. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> so good. I don't want to name a whole list, but yeah, just <laughs> long comes. That is my space. I'll grab myself a little drink, some food, unwind, don't check social media or anything like that. So yes, that is my routine. <laughs> this is so cool. I love movies. I'm I'm more of a rom-com movie versus your traditional typical movies and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I want to know about this playlist you say that you have to play every night. Yes. What? Who is on your playlist? Uh, I have a very vast taste in music. So I listen to a lot of things. But a staple for me is going to be SZA, always. Yes. I love Al Green. Just yep. tops off any shower routine ever <laughs> I bet I mean his voice is really good so yeah that that to me is a I I, I hardly play Al Green sadly but mm-hmm. that reminds me I should I should because he's a nice voice, voice. Uh, I love Tiana Taylor uh Pierre Bourne I really like his beats so yeah it just depends what I'm in the mood for that shower but sometimes I'll listen to just straight 70s music like Fleetwood Mac or I'll listen to Pink Floyd and just light a candle in the bathroom and so it smells nice and warm and the steam in the shower so yeah just a big experience but the name of my playlist is called All Range just because it's everything I'll definitely have to send it to you so you can love it please so random (laughs) please do I want everyone to listen to it as well that would be really cool and when it comes to just the wider um, self-care and beauty scene in general, so you've got your own personal mm-hmm. one. What's it like in Oakland or just in general? What do you kind of see even in the country? Is there a, like a particular scene or what's it like? Because I hear about LA a lot, um, mm-hmm. how LA is like super like goop and matcha lattes and massages and infrared saunas and things like that. Is that is that true? I feel like when I think about that stuff I think about LA a lot because over in the Bay Area it just seems a little more a little more relaxed and people have their routines but it's more to themselves it's not like very public but I feel like a lot of the people that I know in LA they're getting facials very frequently I actually have never gotten a facial before have you I have I used, I used to be a massive facial person. I used to go for a frequent facial. Like, honestly, I think I used to go every few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but lately I haven't, I haven't had a facial naturally because of COVID, but I really have been, my, my face has been screaming for a facial lately. Like I have like combination skin, so it's acne prone, but dry. I also have a bit of hyperpigmentation. So I, I keep saying to myself mm-hmm. this year soon, I'm going to go out for a peel um, and that will come with a facial, of course. But I'm a massive facial person. Well, I used to be in a previous life, but yeah, you should <laughs> definitely I get one. <laughs> but you have incredible skin. So you really, I don't even think you really need it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but well, back to the thing, I do feel like people in LA, they do take their self-care routines more seriously. And it's, I feel like I talk to a lot more people that are plant-based and vegan and that goes into their routine of being healthier from the inside out. I've tried vegan recipes and I think that they're good. It's a big step to become vegan and commit to that. So I'm always really impressed and admire people that have committed to that lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lot. Like I'm mostly plant-based, so Mm -hmm. I completely... 
I rid my diet of eggs and dairy over a year ago now, but I do have fish and meat every now and again. It's not mm-hmm. often. Um, so if I want to have a burger, I might do, but I'll try to have um, really good quality beef or really good quality lamb and good quality fish. But I yeah. try to not have it so much. But the reason why I can't commit to being a vegan is number one, honey. And I do like a nice burger every now and yes. again and like a nice salmon. Like if you go on holiday, <laughs> it's so difficult in some countries. Like if imagine, like, I don't know, I go to like Spain one day. I've been to Spain a few times and it has incredible right. seafood. I just want to go mm-hmm. to Spain and have seafood. I'm not going to yeah. <laughs> have beans, although it's mostly what I do have and it and it works for my body. But I know what you mean about some people might, a lot of people, I think, sometimes turn it into like their personality sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think there's like a specific, where you mentioned like LA, I think in London, there are like pockets like that. So like there are mm-hmm. areas like Notting Hill in London. And I'm trying to think of somewhere else certain parts of like Shoreditch, which is like, I think London's equivalent of like Brooklyn in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very good, like vegan spots. Um, and like it's like a whole lifestyle. It's a whole thing for them. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm into kind of that holistic lifestyle. I like herbs and, and eating well, but yeah, you can't make it your, your entire life and your personality. Yeah, because I always wonder what are the biggest changes that people see in their skin and their routines once they change over to that. I think I'd be intrigued about learning more about that. For me, it was massive. So I've always had acne prone skin since I think I was like 19 or something like that. I developed Mm -hmm. acne and it was always on and off and it was hormonal as well. And last in sorry, in not last year, actually in 2019, I had the most severe breakout of my life. Um, I used to have breakouts here and there, but it wasn't so bad. But for the most part, I had great skin, barely any hyperpigmentation. And then out of nowhere, my skin just emerged with like this deepest cystic spots. It was really tragic. Like it felt really painful. I couldn't even sleep on certain sides of my face. And then um, I think it was due to stress, work stress. I was really stressed at work. And then on top of that, I think, I added on top of that um, weightlifting. So I had like a holistic healer, a friend of mine who's like a naturopath practitioner and a herbalist. And she said to me, I think the weightlifting is basically increasing your testosterone. And as well as that, you're also increasing your cortisol by being really stressed. And this was like a whole thorough in-depth like personal. So I think it varies from person to person. But for me, she was like, yep, your like body is just way like overboard when it comes to the stress that you're experiencing. You're not necessarily deliberately putting yourself through stress by working out like this, but you're, you are still stressing your body out by, I do like squats and deadlifts and things like that as well. So powerlifting. And then on top of that, I was having dairy and eggs and everything. And I was on like a super high protein, high fat kind of diet. Mm -hmm. And then it was just too much. So last year she said, let's try this. Let's try to take dairy and eggs out of your diet and I think within a few months my skin had just completely calmed down completely wow (laughs) I have cheated a few times I have had like a really nice piece of brie so I'm not going to say no to a bit of brie every now and again very rarely very rarely like I'm talking like I've had it probably like twice in one year since stopping it but (laughs) it like the skin will tell me my skin will say you shouldn't have had that an egg I haven't had an egg I haven't actually had an egg at all not once I can't bring myself to have eggs anymore that actually puts me off now but my skin will not hesitate to tell me you messed up basically so we're gonna reward you with like 
acne basically like and I'm I've been breaking out a little bit on my cheeks as well now but um because of my like hormones and stuff and it's that time of the month and I had like this like milk chocolate bar as well but it's crazy just how much my skin basically reflects my sleeping habits my diet my um stress levels everything is basically reflected um on my skin yeah I actually did track since I was in middle school and I think I counted and I did it for 11 years and my skin from the sweat and the stress uh, from being in college and being an athlete and I had to do so much learning about not over exfoliating to scrub away your acne there should be just the, that should be the first thing on google do not over exfoliate your yep. skin and do not whatever you do blast it with like all these drying things like benzoyl peroxide all of these different things where it has its place i think in skincare mm-hmm. the best approach you can take is honestly to just do nothing to your skin um as in like get, feed it really nice hydrating products like really gentle stuff but i've done this mistake of basically slathering my face in um benzoyl peroxide or loads mm-hmm. of salicylic acid or like those like really high power like clearasil and all of these different things or like adapting like differin or tretinoin and yeah. your skin will just be so angry it, it kind of exacerbates it, I think you just have to be really gentle um and then maybe use like actives every now and again but gentle is the best approach yeah I actually was breaking out really bad one time and I think it was from trying too many products and I just took some oatmeal and I remember when I was actually in elementary school I got a crazy rash and it was all over my arms and I don't even know what it was from and we never found out because uh, I thought I was allergic from black cherry ice cream which is super wow. random because it was one of the only things that I really ate before I got this crazy rash it lasted me a whole week but I was taking oatmeal baths and it went away so when I was breaking out, I went back to trying oatmeal water and just leaving it on my face and pressing it and my skin calmed down. So then I took away serums. I took away all the extra things that I was trying and just did cleanser and moisturizer or just put on shea butter. And my skin was so much better. It always blows my mind to remember that you don't need much for your skin. And it's us that's making all these steps for our skin, yeah? yeah exactly and I'm a massive skincare junkie I (laughs) am a massive I was that like now I look back at it and I'm almost 30 and I can't believe that I was 21 using products from brands like SkinCeuticals and stuff which (laughs) is crazy expensive how I managed to do that I don't know but now my skincare routine is way more pared down because I know what Mm -hmm. works for me now over time you kind of learn okay Um, it's just enough for me to just be like really prioritize hydration like I really big on like glycerin and hyaluronic acid and then I use like retinoids to kind of deal with like texture and acne and things like that but you can't use that every day at least for me I'm not my skin isn't seasoned enough to use it every day so you kind of learn what works for you but I'm interested to know you mentioned being an athlete what Mm -hmm. did you do like were you a runner was it something else like what did you do yeah, so I, in high middle school and high school, I did track and cross country, so I did long distance, and then once I got into my senior year, I started doing shorter distance, so the 400, 200, and then I'd occasionally do the 800, so I'd say 400 was my specialty in college that I focus on, and then 
I did relays as well. But yeah, I really love track. It was really fun for me. I know people don't like running. And at a point, I didn't like running. But it was just a nice way to exercise and keep myself in shape while going to school. So it worked out really well. (laughs) Has that stayed with you today, do you think? I think... I've actually taken a break from running for two years now, which I am completely fine with because the practices were so long and hard that I think that I've run enough for a while. I actually want to get back into lifting soon. So I'm trying to stay away from running and just do more, you know, bulking up and lifting, trying to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm in between. So I find it really easy to gain. I find it really easy to lose. Um, I have been, I've definitely been that person who's been like a massive cardio bunny before. And yeah. it just, I, I, and now I hate cardio. I hate cardio. You could not pay me. Actually, sorry, you could pay me. You could probably pay me a generous amount of money and I do cardio, but mm-hmm. we're talking in the tens of thousands, maybe no, not even tens of thousands. Let me not because I hate cardio that much. We'll take hundreds (laughs) of thousands, exactly. I hate cardio, but weights, give me weights any day. Honestly, I feel like weightlifting completely changed me. Like I'm not even exaggerating when I say it changed my life, it changed my body, it changed my perspective on things. Like I was that girl who was so scared to walk into a weights room and Mm -hmm. I see these like big bulky men and I was so intimidated and I was like I always would walk past them and I would say I really want to lift I really want to lift and I'd see these really cool girls on Instagram and I just want to do it and then I basically just sought the help of like a couple of personal trainers learn how to do it and I feel like now you realize that first of all men don't really care they aren't they're not going to intimidate you I've had a few incidents where men will be like hey you done with the 10 15 play and I'm like no I'm not done yet leave me alone so you have to kind of stand your ground sometimes and then after that they know that you're a regular and I think I think they even respect you for it to be fair so the men don't care if anything it's a mental thing for me I realized that when I started lifting weights I was bracing myself mentally so I'm like okay um, you can do it. You can do it. This is your new personal best. Do it. And then when you do it, you like, honestly, it's about bracing yourself mentally. And then on top of that, you feel confident because you feel like if I can lift this, I can do anything. I can, I can tackle it all. When people say like, how do you, like, when do you feel like you look your best? Or when do you feel your absolute best for me? definitely one of those moments where I feel my best is I have a great shower um, in my in my gym so it's like an overhead shower it's like a high pressure beautiful there's also a sauna as well so when I'm done with the gym I go into the bathroom I shower they've got like this like bougie like cow shed stuff as well so you have the best shower you come out I feel fresh and clean I've put some makeup on I've got some clothes on like a nice outfit I've done my workout and that's it. You feel like you're on top of the world. The feeling of pushing the door open to exit and you're like, I did it today. I didn't yes. cheat myself. I actually did it. That's yes. untoppable and natural. Exercise being a way of self-care and just moving your body. Is there anything else that you do? Um, do you, are you like into like nature as well? Or are you into like walking, hiking? Is there anything that you do in, in that regard? I love going on walks. I make that a part of my routine. Yesterday, I put on my story. Um, I took a picture 
sunset because uh, it was going down and it actually just finished raining and the sky was orange and gray from the clouds it was beautiful so I wow. put my god it's me the sensitive crybaby one just thank oh. you for the sky today and everyone's like are you okay are you actually crying I actually cried because you know in the sky like just the sun and the sky looks so nice I don't know again i'm just i i i i'm not going to lie i'm i'm with you i've actually cried at a really good sunset before a couple of times um especially when you're abroad or when you're on holiday there are times where you just look at the sky and you're just like wow um and i also have um like sometimes i've looked out of my window before and you just see like the sunset is just sprawling it's purple all the different colors oranges and pinks and these mm-hmm. colors you just beautiful incredible colors and it just affirms the beauty of the of the earth and honestly you're just like i'm i'm like a small atom in the midst of such a beautiful complex intricate system and i think it puts things into perspective for me whenever i i look at a good sunset sunrise on the other hand i'm not a very good sunrise person so i need to probably make time for that it's a bit too early. I've caught the sunset maybe four times and since the year has started because I'm trying to sleep in, but I will definitely treat myself to the sunset. Yesterday, I was actually telling my sister, I wish that I could just drop everything and go travel the world and start a blog about the best sunsets in the world and actually capture videos of them. I just feel very tied to being outside and enjoying the day ending I'm a night person I do love being up late at night but yeah just going on a good walk seeing the sunset or just breathing fresh air especially since we've been inside for (laughs) so long and things are opening up but I feel like I'm kind of used to being inside now since I don't have as many plans as I did this time last year. So I've just been trying to make sure to get out the house. And I do want to start picking up hiking because there are actually some good trails around me. And I think that would be I hear. That's why I'm so intrigued about the West Coast. That's what really intrigues me about the West Coast is because I've never gone there at all. Like I've only been to Seattle, which I don't know if it's really the West Coast of the US, but I've been to Seattle and that's it. But I've always Mm -hmm. heard about the hiking trails when you go to like certain parts of California, like that whole state I hear is just incredible for hiking. So no, I definitely want to do that. I feel like a lot of the time in the UK, hiking is very gloomy. It's very, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it can even border on a bit risky as well, depending on your route, but Mm -hmm. it's not fun. You have to really wrap up and layer up Um, the shoes. You have to really wear like really sturdy shoes. The trousers have to be very like, insulated you have to basically wrap up really warm when it comes to hiking in the UK but I just see people in like these like cute outfits and like and they're able to just enjoy the sun and then get to the top of the the trail and it just looks incredible honestly I I would love to do that not going to lie thinking about it it seems really small because it's always there but it is such it's just such a treat to have those trails around because they're actually so beautiful and depending on where you go it can look vastly different because in San Francisco it's you know concrete everywhere and buildings but then if you go by um, just the Golden Gate Park area it is completely different and if you go even further by um, 
I think it's Ocean Beach. There's a beautiful little trail and it overlooks the ocean and it's just stunning. So it really just depends where you go to, but there are actually a lot of nice hidden places to go on these little hikes and they're really beautiful. It also just depends who you go with or if you go by yourself, it's not very risky. So I feel like, you know, always be vigilant, but there's always a good place to go to, to hike around. Nice. I want to get really specific, actually, speaking of places that you can hike and things like that. That reminds me, I really want to know about, like, are there any, even in general, like your, your, even like with your cultural background, are there any things that you do specifically that are tied to your, your background, like that you do to, like, that informs your beauty sensibilities, the way you present, the way you care for yourself? Is there anything that you stem and draw from in, in terms of what, who you are as a person as well? Well, I like to go into nature and just ground myself. I think that that's really important. This past year and a little bit of, it's maybe like a year and a half, I've just been trying to get more in tune with the universe and just my spiritual journey and my relationship with God. So for me, I find that going outside is where I really need to be and not being stuck inside. And that's where bringing my journal along, it helps me find out a lot about myself, which is really important because I'm not going to find it on social media. I have to go out and be by myself and do things that really root me into who I am. And being outside, sitting alone, seeing sunsets, and you know, just go on walks and find myself is really what's been helping to root me and understand where my beauty comes from versus you know sitting and scrolling because I tried that before and it wasn't healthy and it didn't you know bring me any closer to who I was. So I'm really glad that I have this new routine. I'm really glad that I've been getting more rooted and I've been trying to get more into crystals. And I know crystals aren't just the only way to, you know, to renew or feel connected to the universe and God. But yeah, those, those elements outside is really where I find myself and see most of my beauty come out. Amazing. That's so beautiful. I feel (laughs) like there, when you, the way you talk about beauty is just so refreshing because I think sometimes we can get caught in what cultures expect us to be mm-hmm. like in terms of our outward appearance. I think we have, there are subcultures and sub beauty standards that exist. Like for example, um, one cultural group or, or a specific country will believe that, I don't know, slim women with big butts are beautiful. Another country will say flat butts are in style. But I think generally as well, with that being said also, there can be a very universal beauty aesthetic, very universal beauty standard, and God forbid you kind of fall outside of that, you're mm-hmm. annexed, you're out of it, like you're you're not beautiful, you're not even worthy at all or ever, like of any, you're void of any um, social engagement, respect, everything. And we all know how much, um, how pervasive it can be for people as well. So I think when you seek, or rather when you come to understand your beauty outside of that, and like you mentioned, you kind of stem, you kind of go back into yourself and you understand mm-hmm who you are in relation to nature, who you are in relation to yourself, your spirit, your soul, um, you know, like the, like a higher power, like you just, I think that's when you realize it can be a lot more, um, 
or more of a sustainable ideal of beauty as opposed to tapping into what the society has kind of expected of us, I think. Yeah, I feel like my perspective on what beauty is has shifted so much. And even I just turned 25 in April. So I feel like I've come such a long way uh, as far as comparison and beauty standards, because it's always changing, but I shouldn't always be changing myself, which Amen. I I really find that a staple to just remind myself that I'm me and I'm still beautiful. And I think what I'm trying to do with my Instagram, I really just want to show people that you can post whatever you want to post. You can change up your looks because I'm personally always open to trying new hairstyles. You are so (laughs) experimental. I love it. Just looking at your Instagram. Everyone listening has to check out her Instagram, by the way. You experiment. I love it. You've always got like a beautiful look, like eyes, hair, the lips, everything. It's just cool. But yeah, I used to, before I used to be so stuck in, I have to look this certain way or, you know, I can't try too much or someone might think that this is weird, but I've really tapped into my style is I wouldn't say no style. It's again, experimental, but I didn't know that was the word for it for so long. So I always felt bad because you know how people dress minimal and they only wear black, white and neutral colors. And it's wow, they look so polished and chic or someone else dresses super preppy or someone else always has a red lip on. And I don't feel like I have one style. So trying to learn that that's okay and acceptable and it's okay to jump around. That was probably one of my favorite lessons that I've learned so far and I hope that other people can get to a point of being comfortable in that way because I don't know the people that I follow I try to make sure I'm intentional and I follow people who inspire me and don't make me feel like I'm striving for unattainable beauty because you know plastic surgery and I'm not getting plastic surgery so (laughs) I just got to stay in my lane but yeah, I just want to see more people being in tune with what they want to do and not feeling so stressed about what the world is doing. It's so important you said intentional. I think we could benefit from being intentional in pretty much every area of our life, um, especially how we perceive ourselves. Um, Like when it comes to how we perceive ourselves, um, in terms of our looks, not even just our personality, but how we perceive ourselves when it comes to how we present, how we are, how we present ourselves. If you look inwards and you say to yourself, right, I don't necessarily like the way I look, for example, imagine you have someone who has perhaps succumbed to what society says and and, and they really find it hard to to appreciate the way they look and to appreciate the individual look that they have and their individuality. I think when you look inwards and you're intentional, you say to yourself, okay, I have to try to actually really like the way I am. I have to really try to love who I am. You have to be intentional about it. Sometimes it can be a real battle to accept how you look, whether it's your weight, whether it's your features, whether it's society saying your nose is too big and your lips are too big and you're too thin or you're too fat or you're too this or you're too big or you're too whatever. I think you have to really be intentional about fighting those outward influences, which can then sometimes manifest as inward voices, as in 
okay, I'm not good enough. I'm ugly. I'm, I'm, no one will love me or no one will this or no one will that. You really have to be intentional about that. I think otherwise society will just eat you up and just life in general will eat you up. And if you're not confident, if you're not believing in your source, if you're not believing in the way you look, it informs everything from your social interactions to the way you advocate for yourself in life, putting yourself forward for opportunities, being daring enough to get the job that you want, to get the opportunities that you want to go and get the man or the woman that you want. You know, like if you're not intentional about the way you perceive yourself, then honestly, I think life can be very difficult for people that way. Absolutely. And when I was younger, you said we were talking about, you know, features, I would get made fun of for being super skinny, because naturally, I'm very skinny. (laughs) So that bothered me for the longest time. And, you know, with the wave of women having hourglass figures, even still, I have to be intentional to not beat myself up about looking that way because when I was doing track I really liked how my body looked you know you know backs looking good because you're oh, of course you're good. running all the time she's a runner she's a track star she can have like it's just sitting I bet <laughs> exactly so from going to that to settling into uh, like a weird in between of my body but also actively seeing people getting Brazilian belt lifts or getting injections to have their hip dips filled. I feel like it's, you definitely have to be intentional each day. And even when you don't feel like it, still be intentional because it'll catch you off guard of feeling bad about yourself based off looking at a picture. And I feel that so much for, that's why I really like when people say or not even say sometimes they just take breaks off social media for their mental health because there's just so much to compare to and you know no one's saying how they're getting these things they just make it seem like it's real which is super harmful so yeah intention is crazy (laughs) yeah and you you kind of have to look I think beyond the basic appearance of what you're seeing um (laughs) I don't put my struggles up online I don't share what I'm going through I'm you're only really going to share what's great I think but like you said some people don't disclose that they've had work done and I'm not even against really people having work done but sometimes I mean it's not even necessarily that they even have to reveal that but I do wonder like you do see for example girls and women that can be quite impressionable especially ones like I've mentioned who aren't necessarily confident in how in the way they look but you might be looking at someone who's had a lot of help to look Mm -hmm. the way they do you can't compare so on top of that they might have had I don't know filler or they might have had Botox to lift their brows a bit or they might have had the help of some editing if they if they haven't had any work done so you can't compare I think I think honestly we would all stand to benefit from at least at the very least being neutral about the way we look yes just acknowledging the way we look like okay these are my features just look in the mirror and understand this is my nose. This is my, uh, like, these are my eyes. This is my forehead. This is my nose. These are my lips. These are my hips. This is my bum. This is everything. Mm-hmm. At least be neutral. At least be neutral. I mean, I don't think we're all going to ha- like love our bodies and I, I, I just don't want us to hate them, you know? Exactly. So you just have to come to terms with the way you look. And I love the idea that beauty can be a vehicle to 
enhance the way you look sometimes as well like okay fair enough I have a I have a massive forehead okay what can I do to work around that do I can I play up my eyes can I play up my mm-hmm. lips or I really love my lips I'm really happy with the way my lips look I love them I'm just gonna put a nice lip gloss on or I'm gonna enhance it I'm gonna enhance my eyes you just work with what you have available to you you know just work with yeah. the resources that you have and I think that can help as well there's nothing better at least for me I really came into my own when I um acknowledged the way I looked and I mm-hmm. just accepted my appearance and I thought, okay, I'm going to try and experiment with clothes. These are the kind of silhouettes that work for me. This is the kind of makeup that works for me. This is the kind of makeup that doesn't work for me. Um, this is the kind of exercise that makes me feel best about myself. I think over, with age as well, you kind of come to understand what works for you as well and what makes you feel good. And you just have to basically repeat that, repeat that as often as you can. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely had to you know what's crazy? I feel like self-love is something that people say very often, but I never got, like, what is the, what was the process to self-love? Now I found a routine, but it's not just something everyone knows how to get to. And I feel like people say tips of write yourself post-its saying that you love yourself or say it until you feel it or look in the mirror. But it definitely did take me a long time to acknowledge myself and really love myself. And I used to not like my nose. It's, it's a good nose, but for whatever, a great nose. Thank you. you. I did not think so growing up and it wasn't until someone else told me that it was nice. And I was like, uh, it's nice that they think it's nice, but I need to come to terms with believing that it's nice. It's up to you. You're right. Exactly. So I don't know. I always love hearing about people's journeys to actually loving themselves instead of just being in the part where they're, you know, saying that they're loving themselves and not believing it because there's such a difference of saying and actually genuinely knowing and believing so yeah now that you say that I do realize that I actually do love myself Mm -hmm. I do I love myself and I like myself there have been moments not even moments just there there was a massive period where I didn't but I think you kind of come to terms with yourself as you get older I think as well like I'm so much more self-assured I'm so much more confident I know who I am I know what I like and what I don't like Um, I know that I'm a good person. I know that I have a good spirit. I have a good heart. I love the way I look. And it didn't, it was never like that for a very long time. Um, I think as you go through life experiences as well, especially when you're younger as a teenager, um, some certain life defining moments like your formative years can sometimes really influence the way you are. I know people now that are a lot older in their thirties that are still recalling events when they were teenagers where someone might have brought out or someone pointed out their like the, the fact they had thin lips or yeah. someone said to me like my my partner said to me that I had really like small hips or my partner said that my boobs aren't big enough or someone picked on me when I was in school for my nose and that stays with us but I think you just kind of have to do a lot of work towards like I said, being neutral towards yourself and working towards loving yourself. I don't really know what I've done to get to that point. I think it's probably years of like just loads of different things. I think life events, um, therapy, um, 
really actively, actively doing things, not with the intention of loving myself, but actively doing things to benefit me, like exercising, like um, doing therapy, like um, journaling, all of these different things are really like self-awareness work. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think now that I think of it, I do, I do love myself. <laughs> yeah, I feel that's, that's the only thing I just wish when, you know, people are doing these YouTube videos about self-love, they would include that it's not, there's not a point that you could specifically remember that your brain's like, oh yeah, from that point on, I love myself. It's like a process. You just start just one day and you look back and you're like, oh, I'm not the same person that I was. Who's like constantly picking on myself and yeah, it's better from there. Yeah. Oh, well, Shay, it's been <laughs> lovely speaking to you. It, honestly, it's been incredible speaking to you. I wish we could speak longer, but the time has just gone by like that. But thank you so much. Where can we find you on social, Shay? Yeah, you can find me at ShayBreezy underscore. It is S-C-H-A-E-B-R-E-E-Z-Y underscore. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.